0: Praise the Lord. Give me time, get in. Welcome, everyone, to uh, Training in the Word. Uh, we're ready to get started. Mm-hmm. Amen. You got some good stuff for us tonight. I think will be a blessing to us uh, in this wonderful uh, season of Christmas. Uh, God's doing great things and loving everyone who is loving him. And those that don't love him, he still loves them. Because he had mercy on them. And uh, because of his grace and mercy, people are still alive and kicking and living. And still, he's still hoping that they'll fulfill his purpose that he put them on this earth to do. Um, Last week, we dealt with uh, love, the greatest gift of God. And we'll get into that a little bit more. But let's pray. Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to... uh, coming for you uh, with the word of God. Holy Spirit, you know I could do nothing without you. I trust you to help me in this session that we have together. Minister to the people of God. Answer questions. Heal, deliver, set free. Whatever needs to be manifested while we're here together. Trust you, Holy Spirit, to minister to each and every one of us that we will receive what we need. And be blessed even the better. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, I want to uh, deal with something I think is very important for all of us. Last week we talked about uh, love is the greatest gift of God. But I want, we talked about how God uh, extended his love toward us. By sending Jesus on the earth. And having faith that if he died. That people will receive him. And let's go back over to Galatians. I think it's 5-7. I think it's uh, Galatians 5-7. I want to say. And we're going to pick up there. Um, Galatians chapter 5. And I want to talk tonight. Uh, faith which worketh by love. Faith which worketh by love. Okay? Um, Again, let's look at Galatians chapter 5. Let me get there. It is a very powerful scripture. I think a lot of times people overlook that and they shouldn't. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 6, if you will. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth much anything, nor are uncircumc- un- uncircumcision, excuse me, but faith, and this is what we're dealing with tonight, but faith which worketh by love. Translation of uh, here in the, in the Amplified, I want to read different ones just so you'll know the premise by which we'll we'll we're dealing with tonight. It says, For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. But only faith. Now notice, but only faith activated. Faith activated and energized and expressed. And working through love. Faith working through love. Now in the Okay. In the Message Bible, I want to read it too. I'm trying to make sure my and uh, here it says I suspect you would never intend to in, intend this but this will happen when you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects. You are cut off from Christ. You fall out of grace. Meanwhile, we expectantly wait for a satisfying relationship with the spirit. For in Christ, neither our most conscious religion nor disregard of religion amounts to anything. Notice that for in Christ, neither our most conscientious religion nor disregard of religion amounts to anything. What matters is something far more interior on the inside. Faith expressed in love. Notice that. Faith expressed in love. So faith and love works together. Come on, write that down now. Faith and love works together. Or we can say faith cannot work without love. And love cannot work without faith. They work hand in hand, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why the enemy, watch this, not only attacks your faith wall, but he attacks your love wall. Those are two major components for you receiving from the power and presence and promises of God. So he works hard in this to keep us out of faith and keep us out of love so we never walk in the blessings of God that make rich and added no sorrow. Are you listening, class? It's very important that we get this, uh, these two uh, precepts and concepts in our spirit man. Now, in the Passion Bible, now stay with me, take good notes, because see, the enemy knows that your faith will be put on hold if you're out of love, and your love will be put on hold if you're out of faith. So, Again, we try to get you to see faith which is expressed by love. Remember, God, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That was faith expressed by love. He gave something in spite of others that didn't know him or didn't receive him, but he still did it on behalf of him because he loved them in spite of themselves. And so he tries to say, so we have to love so that our faith will work consistently because when we get out of love we short circuit our faith or we hinder our faith when we get out of love that's why love is the greatest gift of God because love is the foundation of everything we receive from God and when we understand that now first of all we'll get into that just But let me finish reading this let me finish reading this um in the Passion Bible, in verse 6, when you place, when you were placed in the anointed one and joined to him, circumcision and religious obligations can't benefit you anything. Being religious, having those religious, doesn't mean anything. It, I mean, it just it really don't mean anything according to the Bible. All that matters now. Is living in the faith that is activated and brought to perfection by love. See, brought to maturity by love. Amen. So love is very, very important. That's why love is the greatest gift of God, because it sets you up for all the blessings of our Heavenly Father. All right? Now, one more. The New Living Translation. amen praise God now here it is in the new living translation for we for when we place our faith in Christ there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised what is important is faith expressing itself in love faith, Expression itself in love. Okay? Faith that expresses itself through love. Faith operating by love. Now, when you love someone, you trust them. When you love someone, you believe in them. When you love someone, you have faith in them. When you love someone, you depend upon them. This is what God is looking for. From you and from me. He wants our love. And as we give him our love, our faith is stirred and activated to believe that he will do what he says. See, that's love at a high level. Trust at a high level, ladies and gentlemen. That's why the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Love God with everything you have. When you do that, it enhances your faith, your trust, your belief that he can do anything but fail because he loved too much to fail you. And so I trust him. I depend on him because his love never fails. Let me say it again. His love never fails. You got to trust him. Now, when I know that, it's easy for me to pray to him, to believe in him, trust in him, to devote myself to him, to give my time to him, because I know he trusts me and I know he loves me. Therefore, I could speak his word. I could Uh, Celebrate his word I can praise him I can worship him Because I know he loves me And that ladies and gentlemen Is the foundation of your faith You will not have faith in anybody You don't trust and you don't love And so the enemy's job Is to make sure you don't trust him And you don't love him Why? it puts you on a doubtful plane of a, a resentful or I don't know a distrust. Uh, And so we don't, you don't know him because you don't love him like you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. This Bible talks about us loving God a whole lot. That our love should be towards him. And when we love, when we learn how to love him, We learn how to operate and love everybody else. Now, I want to go to, I think it's Isaiah. Let let me, because I'm seeing something here. Oh, is it Deuteronomy 15? Or Deuteronomy 10, excuse me. Yeah, go to Deuteronomy 10, ladies and gentlemen. And let's look at this. I'm going to read out the Amplified. Christmas is all about the love of God, loving him, thanking him for sending his son into the earth to die for you and die for me, that we will have a right to life and not death. Because without God sending Jesus to die for us, we will be in death, not in life. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12, look at this. I'm going read that in there And now Israel, Israel represents the church. What does the Lord God require of you? What does the Lord God require of you? But reverently, reverently to fear the Lord your God. That is, to walk in all his ways and to love him and do, and to serve the Lord your God with all your mind and heart and with your entire being. Woo! Do you see that? Ladies and gentlemen, he's telling one of the requirements for the church, number one, to fear him. Number two, to walk in his ways. Number three, to love him. Number four, to serve him. And number five, to give your total being to him in love. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is something you and I have to work on to do. It's not automatic. <laughs> if it was, he wouldn't have to tell us to do it. We'll be doing it automatic, right? Go with me to John. If you will go with me to John, please, chapter 14. And we'll look at some things there that will help us, help our journey of love. Again, now we said last week that walking in love don't mean you're weak, it don't mean you just let people walk all over you. We're not talking about that. Amen. Um uh, Because love makes you strong and bold and courageous and all those good things. Now, John uh, chapter 14, let me get there. Faith which works by love. Number one, you got to love God enough to operate and trust him in faith. If you don't love him, you're not going to do that. So we got to make sure the enemy got to make sure that your love is broken. Your trust is broken. Your, you know, your, your dependability on him is broken. It wants to get you to see that he's not true to his word. He don't love you. He don't appreciate you. He love other people more than he loves you. So all these things that you make you, uh, distrust the God that love you. Amen. And so you got to understand this, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me get over here right, quickly, because I want to make sure that we are on the same uh, page with the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to look at verse 15, because it's going to help us. John 14, 15. He says now, watch this. If You love me. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now we just read that over there in in, uh, Deuteronomy. Now we're reading over here in John, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. If you love me, keep my commandments. Let's jump down to verse 20. And that day you should know that I am in my in my Father and ye and me I in you, <laughs> verse twenty one. He that have my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him because he loves me and he loves the Father. And so what that does, that opens up God to reveal more himself to you because you love him. Now, that's so important for you and I. Now, I want to keep dealing with this because, again, we're talking about faith is working by love. So you got to know if your faith is working how do my faith of working? Are you keeping his commandments? Are you keeping his word? Are you living by his sayings? That's he that loveth me, keeping my commandments. So watch this. Stay with me now. And verse 23 says, And Jesus answered, If any man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him, and we will make our place, we'll make our bowl with him, we will dwell with him, we will live in him, Amen. We will help him. So love invites God and Jesus to live in your house. Amen. To uphold you, to encourage you, to build you up, so forth and so on. They will come and take residence in your life, and that becomes a heavenly abode for them. Amen. Then you're not alone. Amen. You got God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Ghost and you working together as a team in love. So now with that being said, now once you release your faith, it can't do nothing but work because it's working through love. And the enemy can't stop it because the enemy can't shut down, can't stop what's being released in love. Hallelujah. Now, Verse 24, he that loveth me, keep my words, he that left, I'm sorry, verse 24, he that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which hath sent me. So he's saying that I'm saying these things not because of me, I'm saying these things because this is what my Father is requiring of us as his child or as his children. And I want to jump down to verse thirty. Hereafter I will not talk with you much, much with you, for the prince of this world, that's Satan, is coming, and have nothing in me. See, when you walk in love, the enemy can't get a hold of you. Do you notice what Jesus says? Hereafter I will talk to you much, for the prince of the world is coming. And he has nothing in me. Watch why. Watch why he has nothing in him. Watch this. Verse number 31. But that the world may know that I love the Father. And, and as the Father give me commandments, even so I do. Notice what shut down Satan. Is he loving God's word. He's doing what he said do. And Satan can't grab it because he won't be in to his voice. He's only leaning and depending on the voice of his father. Are you listening, class? So important that you get a hold of this because, see, you want your faith to work. But your faith can't work with you walking outside the word of God. Your faith can't work with you just doing what you want to do. It doesn't work that way. Jesus said it works because you are walking in the commandments of God. Hallelujah. Now, let's go over to 1 John. Work with me now. Your faith going to work. Why it's going to work? You pushing love. You developing love. uh, You are keeping your love in place and not letting the enemy uh, break your Covenant of love with God, and so therefore He can't break your blessings. He can't break your miracles. He can't break your prosperity that God has for you because you're tied to God in love, and your faith is working maturely. Hallelujah! Now, in First John, chapter five, watch this. (laughs) Now they call. Uh, the book of John, the, the, the love book, because it talks a lot about loving God and doing things that God would require you. But notice this, class. In verse 5, I mean, sorry, excuse me, First John chapter 5, and we're going to look at verse 1. Whosoever, is believe, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Son, is Christ, excuse me, is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that, be, be, that begot love him also that he begotten of him, that he is begotten of him. Now, verse 2 By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his. Commands Verse 3 For this is The love of God Watch this, wow, this is the love Of God, watch what it says That we keep his Commandments, so if I'm not Keeping the commandments of God, the word of God That the Bible says I'm not loving God, and believe me Today ladies and gentlemen There's a lot of people not loving God Because they're walking away from the commandments of God and they've been deceived, and they walk in deception by Satan himself. Praise God. Now, and his commandments are not grievous. Verse 4, for who shall be born of God overcome the world? And this is the victory that overcome the world. But well, it is, even our faith. So we see faith and love. Working together in the same sequence again, ladies and gentlemen. You got to understand, this is how God works. Hallelujah. Now, again, let's go to John chapter 4, verse number 15. Faith was working by love. Now, the enemy, a lot of times, pushes our button. <laughs> When it come down walking in faith. And it's all to see if you're there or not. A lot of times when he's doing that, he's actually helping you. He's not hurting you because now you're able to make the adjustment and see where you're, where you're low or see where you're not strong in the love world. And you never know where you're at until somebody challenge you or until somebody check you. Amen. Or until somebody try you. You really don't know. We, I mean, we can say... I, you know, I walk in the love of God. I love it until somebody come up and do something indifferent. Then you know if you there or not. Now, stay with me. Don't turn off this uh, video because I'm telling you how to maintain your faith, and I'm telling you how to maintain your victory, and I'm telling you how to maintain your prosperity, and I'm telling you how to maintain good health. Praise God. Amen. Because you're walking in the love of God, and your faith is steady, being activated. And God is steady answering your faith request because you are sticking with love and let nobody breaking your love covenant. Hallelujah! And this is the real deal, Body of Christ. Amen. Well, what if somebody don't buy your Christmas present? What you gonna do? How you gonna act? What if somebody, uh? You bought somebody an expensive Christmas present and they you a bunch of little cheap thing. What's your attitude gonna be like? How are you gonna act? See that that little big check? They ain't give me nothing. I, I, I spent this amount of money and they gave it. Excuse me. Was that God allowing you to see where you at? Is, is this a love test? Is this a love check? Is this a love tune-up? Y'all have to watch it this season. And don't let the devil break your love coming with God. Because the greatest gift you got is salvation. Hallelujah. Now whether you want to accept that or not, the greatest gift you got That God gave you for salvation and redemption and justification and purification because he loves you that much. And you don't always give things back to him, but he he don't come across you the wrong way. You don't always ante up, but he don't come across you the wrong way. Why? His love is everlasting. So we, we think about these things during these seasons, ladies and gentlemen. I want my faith to work. I don't need nobody blocking, breaking, shut down, or handicapping my faith because I can't stay in love. I heard Dad Higgins say, if I can't say anything good, I just won't see nothing at all. He says, it's better to be neutral than to be anything else. Say so stay neutral. He said that way you don't get on the ditch on one side, you don't get on the ditch on the other side. You stay neutral. And you keep looking at Jesus, watch this, who is the author and finisher of our faith. But he also the author of our love. Praise God. Now, first John, chapter 4. Watch this, verse 15. Whosoever confess, who is shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him. And he in God. Verse 16, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. Boy, this is good preaching tonight. Right? Verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect or mature, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is. So are we in this world? So we're supposed to be like him in this world. God is love, we are love. God look, God look beyond people false. We look beyond people false. Don't mean you have to hang out with him, it means you look beyond. Them. Amen. So we see this. Verse 18. And there is no fear in love. What? There is no fear in love. Is that what the Bible? There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts <laughs> out fear. Because fear hath termed, he, he that fear it is not made perfect in love. So watch this. If you are fearing or walking in fear, he says you're outside of God's love. Because fear will cause you to not have faith in God. Fear will cause you to not trust in God. Fear will cause you to not look towards God. Amen. Because fear causes torment in the mind. Make you think something ain't there. Fear will give you a false illusion of something that doesn't even exist. Make you feel like there's something there and there's nothing there. Hallelujah. Fear gives you a perverted view of people. That's what fear does. Fear freezes your faith. Love releases your faith. You getting it? Fear freezes your faith. Love releases your faith. This is why Satan wants you in fear. More than he wants you in love. Because something is not gonna go right. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. It's it just how it how it how God has set it up. Amen. And so this is very important, ladies and gentlemen, that we get a hold of this truth that if we won't. Our faith to accelerate. We want our faith to excel. We want our faith to grow. That everything else must grow the same way in love. Our love must excel. Our love must accelerate. Our love must be energized. Why? Because I need my faith to work. I need a miracle. I need an answer. I need a breakthrough. Well, you got to stay in love to get those things. I mean, I'm reading out the Word of God. I'm not making this up. I mean, you with me? So God said, "As I am, so are you in this world." Ephesians five and one says, uh, "Therefore, be Im- Im- be imitators of God." So if God is love, you are love, and don't mean you got you know. Be, we're not talking about we talking about being honest. And, up front and doing the right thing and saying what you need to say and keep moving. The Bible says speak the truth in love. Let's go there. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Let's let's help us with this. Amen. See you, some of you in battles right now, some of you. Uh, of fighting some things in your life. Make sure you have no door of unresentment, of hate, of, of unforgiveness in your heart. Get it out quickly. It's blocking. And freezing in your faith. Hallelujah. No. God's a healer. God's a deliverer. God's a fixer-upper. God's a restorer. I ain't listening, class. But he can't do it if you're in violation of his word. He won't go against his word, ladies and gentlemen. And you got to understand, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments and you'll do those things I'm telling you to do so I can I can do for you what I purpose in my heart to do for you according to the scriptures. But you always make the next move. And when you make the move, he right there with you. Praise God. Now, Ephesians. Chapter Four. Praise His wonderful name. Tell you what, I'm enjoying myself. You got people doing stuff, saying stuff. Christians, it is not right. I don't care how long they've been saved. Can't have been saved fifty years. You still, you got this word. You 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 something to be punished just like anybody. else. it is not scripture now that doesn't means we have to agree with sin don't means we have to bend to sin no means we have to bend to people no i'm saying you bend to god you stick with god and you stand on the word of god and you let the word of god be the final thought of everything you do and everything you say and you let the word judge everything else but you stick with god hallelujah Amen. Thank you, Jesus, in the house. Amen. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4. Now, watch this. 15. Ephesians 4, 15. Look at this. Now, I'm going to read it down the Amplified because I like the Amplified. All right? Now, a lot of scripture tonight because we got to back up the Holy Ghost backing up what he's saying. Rather, let our lives, let our lives lovingly express truth, lovingly, not hatefully, not resentfully, not bitterly. Not dogmatically. Because some people say, if they speak truth, they can say it kind of way. No, 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 no. That's your flesh acting up and doing what it want to do. Because love working no ill to his brother. And love never offends anyone. It tries to uh, encourage and help everyone. Now, rather let our lives lovingly express the truth in all things. What did it say in all things, ladies and gentlemen? Our lives lovingly express truth in all things. Speaking truly. It's about love now. Love speak truth. Love is dealing truly. Love is living truly. Enfold it. I mean, you're not amplify it, Enfold it in love. When you enfold something, you 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 know, like you enfold dough. You you're flipping it back and forth to make sure it's in there and everything's working together. Enfold it in love. Let us grow up. So now it's telling us we can't grow up unless we're in a love walk. Let us grow up in every way. And in all things, into him, which is the head of the church. Grew up in every way in him. So we're growing up in him. We're growing up in Christ. How would Christ do it? How would Christ say it? How would Christ operate in it? Well, in order for me to know that, I have to study Christ. If I don't study Christ, I don't know how to operate like Christ. I don't know how to say like Christ. I don't know how to be like Christ. And that's a lot of times, that's why we be like ourselves. We never identify ourselves with Christ as we're supposed to through the word of God. I had some great opportunities to go off on people and say all kinds of things. People would recruit me to, you know, put my name out there and say all kinds of stuff against me. But I had to walk in love. I have to allow my mind to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's not that I'm here. And it's not that it don't hurt. But I can't let that. Cause my faith not to work. The Bible said we're not ignorant of his devices, least he get the advantage of us to my safety. So we gotta know when he's trying to pull an up. And advice of you. His advice of you and, and not knowing how to stick it will it's and okay, this is a tight. This is an attack on my love walk, but I'll not allow that to freeze my faith. Because I'm believing for a miracle, I'm believing for a breakthrough. I can't afford, because the day that he gets you off might be the day your is supposed to come through. Or the day that person's supposed to bring that money towards you. But you don't got out of love. and got all in yourself. And now the Holy Spirit don't lift his hand. And now the angel is on pause. Because you stepped outside the word of God. Now, let's keep rolling. Infold, back again, and it in love, let us grow up in every way. And all things in him which is head, even Christ, the Messiah. For because of him, the whole body, the church, and all its various parts, closes joined and firmly knit together with all the ligaments which is supplied, which each part, which which each part which power adapted to his need, is working properly in all its functions, growing to full maturity, building itself up in love. So we're supposed to be building ourselves up in love. When we do that, we're able to connect properly with one another. First of all, we're able to connect properly with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Then we're able to connect properly with each other. And so this is very important, ladies and gentlemen, that we get a hold of this. Okay, how many scriptures you got? Okay, how many prayers you praying? But if you're praying out of love, It to nothing. Okay? Now I want to show you two more scriptures. We're almost through. So just hold on. Go to First Peter chapter 3. And then we go to Matthew. Let's see somebody here. First Peter chapter 3. Verse 7. Holy Spirit is bringing this up for us. See, let me get here yeah likewise uh, likewise uh, first Peter chapter 3 verse 7 it talk about you know husband and wife bear relationships likewise you husband dwell with them according to knowledge given honor unto wife as in the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. Well, how are my prayers not hindered? Because I'm I'm walking out of the grace of life because I'm walking out of the love of God. Because grace is connected to love and love is connected to grace. And grace is connected to faith. And faith is connected to grace. For by grace are we, for by grace, for by faith, all for by faith are we saved through grace. See, faith and grace, love, faith and grace, those are three powerful triplets that work hand in hand. Now, in the amplified, I'm going to read just the bottom part. I want you to see the bottom part. It says here, uh, let me read the whole thing. In the same way, you married men should live considerably with your wives with intelligent recognition of the marriage relationship, ironing the woman as the physical and weaker, but realizing that you are joint heirs of the grace, unmerited favor of life, in order that your prayers may not be hindered. And cut off. Otherwise, you cannot pray effectively. Well, if you can't pray effectively, your faith, you can't have faith effectively. You can't have signs of wonders effectively. You can't have miracles and breakthroughs effectively because everything is out of whack. So you got to line everything up under the love of God so everything can work. Effectively, effectively, not defectively, effectively. Amen. Now, go with me to Matthew. I think it's chapter five. Bear with me because I'm seeing this. Um, I might have to, you know, give the Holy Spirit time to, 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 to give me clear sight. But I think this Matthew chapter five. And we're almost finished, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Holy Ghost is doing a good job. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now. I want to make sure. Yeah, chapter five. Matthew chapter five. No, I'm not going to the Beatitudes. I know that there I believe. The Beatitudes are there, there, there. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not going to the Beatitudes. I'm going to uh Matthew chapter 5, verse number 23. Are you there? Listen now. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar. And then remembers that thy brother have all against thee. Leave thy gift before the altar. And go the way first. Be reconciled to thy brother. And then come and offer thy gift. Is that what that said? So it's telling you how to make sure the enemy. Don't freeze your faith. Because he tries every kind of way. And Epiphany says, so when when you're offering your gift at the altar, you remember that your brother has a grievance against you. Leave your gift at the altar and go first make peace with your brother and then come back and present your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way traveling with him. At least your accuser handle hand you over and judge, and the judge and the judge to the guard and you to be put in prison. Now, truly I say to you, you will not be released and you will have paid the last fraction of a bitch. So, no, it's, it's talking about if you don't do what you're supposed to do, there's a cost to that. That's what he's saying in this parable. If you know somebody, now, you try to do your best to make amends. Let me say this to you. but you can't force people to receive your forgiveness, your apology, excuse me, you can't force people to accept your apology. You can't force people to accept you saying forgiveness. To them. You can't, you can't, all you can do is offer it. And if they turn against you, now that's God's problem. It's not yours. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to make them accept you. You did your part. You went, you tried, and then avail. you leave. And you turn it over to God. And you don't talk about it no more. You don't go, well, I went over to so-and-so and I tried to... They, No. That's wrong. Now you're sowing discord among the brother. That's one of the sins God hates. So you don't say nothing at all. He just says, I've given it to God. And God is working it out. Are you listening? You don't go and say how they act and all that. All you're doing is give more ammunition to the enemy to freeze your faith, and you get frustrated. And so, what you're trying to do is getting worse because you're not really forgiving Because you think about what they just did, so now you're backing back up in that same hole you just came out of. No, I give it to God. He's working. I remember I was in a situation. Uh, somebody did something to me, and I, you know. I was talking with a brother that was talking with me because they made accusation against me. And he said to me, he says, brother Lord, not everybody going to believe in you. Not everybody going to see like you see. He saying when people don't and they say things against you, he said the only thing you can do is guard your heart with love. Guard your heart with love. In other words, he was saying, don't let it steal your love. Because that's the worst thing that can happen to you, is you get out of love. Those words are still true to me today. When people say all kind of stuff to me, and, and I, I release them, I forgive them, whether they accept me or reject me. I got my heart with love. I just speak to them. I raise my, hey, how y'all doing? If they don't want to say, hey, how you doing? Bye. I ain't going to get mad at them. I said hello to them. They ain't saying nothing. What am doing that for? I'm just like them. No. You, in Christ. They said all kinds of things. He never said a word. He never said a word. So why are you saying something? Put your flesh under control. So you can receive from the word of God, the promises of God, the blessings of God, the miracles of God, the manifestation of God, the demonstrations of God, the acceleration, the advancement, the enhancement, all these things that he has waiting for you, and you allow the enemy to put you on hold by allowing somebody to get in your soul and shut down your progress. Watch yourself, hold yourself, and protect yourself. It's not worth losing your miracle. It's not worth losing your breakthrough. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Stick with the word. The greatest gift. Love is the greatest gift God has given to us. That same love that God has, Jesus has, the Holy Spirit has, has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. See, when I'm, when I'm in that mode, I'm not afraid now to speak the word because there's nothing going to tell me that it's not going to work. See, if I'm not, if I know I'm outside of the word, God, I'm not working. So when I try to say the word, then all of a sudden your, your inner self is going to say, it ain't going to work because you did this. Ain't. So you keep the, your inner self and Satan from Accusing you because you're walking in love. You handle that thing like Christ would have And you came out victorious. When the enemy thought he could bring an accusation against you, he shut him down in love. Like Job did. Job walked in love. He walked in love. Satan came, he did this, he did. He said, I won't say it. the Bible says. Job did not sin against God. Everything was going crazy. He said, for God I live, God I, blessed be the name of the Lord. I came into this world with nothing, I go out with nothing. He said, it's okay, I'm going to love God in spite of. Because I wouldn't have had that if he didn't love me. And if he gave it to me once, he'll give it to me again if I just stay in love. You got it, class? It's going to be a Merry Christmas. You know what? You're going to maintain your love walk. You're going to keep your spirits high. Amen. You're going to focus on the love of God. And you're going to keep all that other stuff out. You don't want nothing. I like what the Holy Spirit said tonight. Fear freezes your faith. Love releases your faith. See, that's so important. So maybe your faith is in a frozen state right now. Put the heat of love on and unlock it to do what it needs to get done. And watch God. Watch God show you how much you love you. Appreciate you by rolling out the red carpet. Yes, he says. Thank you for forgiving that person. Thank you for for giving me opportunity. to Bless you because you're doing the word. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments and do them. Amen. And then when you do that, ladies and gentlemen, listen you'll be able to decree the word with confidence and boldness to know that you walk in a way that is pleasing to God and you're not ashamed to speak the word now because you know, everything in you, 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 you did your best to live according to the word of God and walk in love with everybody, even your enemies. Because he said, I will cause your enemies to be at peace with you. Love. Conquers all. And if love conquers all, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, guess what? You will never fall. Because love conquers all. And I end with that statement from the Holy Spirit. You will never fall. Because love conquers all. There's an anointing on you to do this. Trust that anointing. Yield that anointing. And watch it do wonders in your life. Because you know what the anointing does? It removes burdens. And it destroys yokes. And it puts you in a place of blessings and refreshment before Almighty God. So Father, we just thank you tonight for the precious words of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we're going to our faith. Is expressed, operating, energized by love. We thank you, Lord. We're forgiven all those that have wronged us, spoken against us. Lord, we on purpose and consciously release them. And we give it to you. And we set our soul free. We set our spirit free. We set our bodies free. From any attack of the enemy, sickness, disease, and infirmity, we shut the door tonight. And we embrace the door of love. And we turn our back on the door of hate. Thank you tonight. Now we thank you that the miraculous power of God, that supernatural ability of God, manifest quickly and swiftly because your people have made the adjustments in their mind, made the adjustments in their heart, and made the adjustments in their body. Therefore, they can receive the anointing to bring healing, restoration, financial breakthroughs, recovery, discoveries, Be upon them in a supernatural way. Satan, I rebuke you and command you to get back and take your hands off God's people. And we release the blessing of God, we release the favor of God in a supernatural way. In the name of Jesus, be free. In the name of Jesus, be whole. In the name of Jesus, be prosperous. In the name of Jesus, you are healed emotionally. In the name of Jesus, you are healed socially. In the name of Jesus, you are healed financially. In the name of Jesus, you are healed spiritually. I set you free by the power of God. Love makes the difference tonight over our life, over our family, over our future, and over our finances. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we decree and we declare amen. So be it, so be it, so be it. Expect your miracle. It's right there. Now. For God so loved the world, he gave. If you love God, you have no problem giving. If you have a problem giving, ladies and gentlemen, you're in fear and you're not in love. It's not going to work for you. Love God. Tonight, love him by giving him your tenth, your 10%. Love him by giving him a free will offering. Love him by blessing the gift that he put over you. See, all that's part of the love walk. When you love God, you're willing to do these things. You're not fighting against it. You're willing to do it. Now, when you're in fear, you fight against it. I don't want to pay tithes. I don't want to pay offers. I don't want to, I don't want to bless the one, the gift that God has put on my life. See, when you fear, you're fighting. It. But when you love, you want to do it. If you love me, you'll keep my, keep my commitment and do those things that I'm asking of you. See, that's what love does. It wants to give. It wants to pay tithe. It wants to bless the gift this woman life. That's what love does. See, I love my wife, so I want to do something for cool. her. The other night, uh, yesterday I think was well, yesterday, we went shopping. Uh, I had to get some batteries, uh, get some batteries for my watches, uh, and so we went to the, to the mall. We're walking around, and Jana, uh, for my birthday, just around my birthday, she had a cologne. She, she said, you like this, daddy? I said, yeah, that smells good. She said, I said, where'd I come from? She said, Tiffany's. I said, Tiffany? Tiffany got cologne? She said, yeah. So the other day, we went walk around. Uh, tomorrow, I said, Let me, let's go by and smell this cologne again. So went by and smelled it. I said, I came walking in the store. I said, I'm here to see your cologne, sir. He took me back there. I said, I like one. He said, I said, I'll take one. And then they had one for uh, him and her. And so I looked at my wife and said, well, baby, smell them. See which one you want. Hallelujah. So she smelled one. So she got the same one I got. They got here, him, and her brand. So we, I bought us both. Some I got some nice balloons. She got some nice fruit. Why? That's what love does. She asked me for. Can you buy me one? Oh. Love says, you want one? I want you to have one. Go ahead and get it. I got it. I didn't even look at the price tag because love don't look at the price tag. Because love loves. You can't buy love, but you can't enjoy it. I'm not trying to buy a love. I'm enjoying the love. We've been together for 30 over 35 years. How long you been with Jesus? How long you been with God? Same way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I had a smile on my face. And then she said, I see a ring over here I like. I said, you do? I said, well, let's look at it. I said, show me what you want. So I looked at it. I made a minute note of it right here. I said, okay. Ask the guy how much. That's okay. No problem. But I know. What she wants. So guess what? I'm going to do. Work on getting her what she wants. Praise God. That's what love does. When God. Looked at us. He did not, watch this, he did not think about the price. When he looked at us, he did not think about the price he had to pay. Maybe I'll get in that next week. You know what it is? For God, so love the world, he gave his only begotten son. He didn't think about price. That's a sign. He said, that's not too much for them. I love them just that much. He's worth every penny you got and more. He didn't think about the price when he was bringing us to redemption. He didn't think about price when he sent his son to hell, rose on the third. No. The Bible says, Jesus said he endured the cross. Watch this. Jesus, he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. What did that love? Had him operating like that. He enjoyed it. How you, you endure the cross for the joy that's set before you? What was set before him? Us. He was glad to do it because he knew us was going to come from that. And he was going to make the father happy and bring us back to him. Oh, come on. come on. Come on, body of Christ. Hallelujah. Man, God, I feel the Holy Ghost talking about this. Come on. Let's get real with Jesus. He love you that much and you can't love him? Bite like that with your materialistic stuff? You don't love God then. You love that stuff more than you love him. Like the rich lung ruler, he walked away sad because Jesus asked for it. Because he was more into his possession than he was into the love of God. Don't be like him. Love God more than anything. And He'll more He'll love you more than everything. As He gave His only begotten Son. That was everything to Him. Just to set you free. Are you what gift are you gonna give him this year for Christmas? Think about it. He didn't put in the price tag for your life. So don't put a price tag for his love. Honor him, love him, appreciate him, worship him, and praise him. Jenna, Minister Jenna has put the, the text out there where you can text in. I know a lot of times on Wednesday night, some of you don't give. You just give on Sunday morning. I don't know why you do that. Uh, you should give every time you hear the word of God. The Bible says don't ever come before the Lord empty-handed. So tonight, give tonight and he'll bless you abundantly because you operate on the principles of him. We love you. I'm speaking the truth in love because I love you that much. Listen, it's been a joy. So glad you came on tonight. I know you received something from the Lord. You got a breakthrough. I pray for you. All you got to do is grab it by faith and watch it happen. All right? Listen, we're going to see you on Sunday morning. Eight o'clock. Man, we had a powerful time on Sunday morning. I, I hadn't been in that level of anointing in about 15 years, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. Awesome. Let's come looking for a greater explosion of God's glory. We see you Sunday morning. Expect the miracle. Grace, peace, increase. We love you in Christ. Bye bye.